Welcome back to the TNT BNB podcast. On these episodes, we'll be bringing in a guest host to talk strictly about horror films. So sit back, mix a drink, close the blinds, turn off the lights, and get ready for a spooky time. Listener beware, we'll be spoiling the shit out of all of these movies. Here we go again. We are back with our horror podcast, and we have finished up the franchises. That being said, we have one that of the movies that we're doing tonight is attached. I mean, it, it, I, I guess it is a direct sequel, but yeah, reboot. I don't know. I, I think you need to have a clap track though for us getting through all that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was, it was a little it, painful. It was, it, was, it was tough. It was tough, but we got there. <laughs> we made it through. <laughs> oh boy. So, before we get into the movies, uh, take a guess what we're drinking. Mm. We were... I, I don't think it's like that. Well, we were going to change it up and get our single barrel scotch again, but I don't know. We already started drinking McMaster's, and the pal was already ready to roar on that. So, you know, the normal McMaster's, that Pepsi. That's how we roll. Good. What six drinks do you have in front of you? I only have one today um, because I am working on a project and I I was up till like one in the morning last night working on this thing. And so I just have one Jack and Diet Bago. Mm. Shout out to Detroit maker, Detroit pop makers. Hell yeah, dude. Just a Jack. I mean, I don't know how much I poured into the glass, right? <laughs> <laughs> we, we pretend like it's just a Jack one. And I had the bottle next to me just in case. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> always need a backup. Yeah, you always you need You never backup. know what we're going to need. That's right. It could get hot and heavy in this discussion. You never know. We could have some very strong opinions on a really good movie that you keep saying you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. we'll get into that. With all that being said, we will start with the franchise connector, which is Spiral from the Book of Saw. This came out in 2021. It's an IMDb of 5.3, a Metascore of 40, Rotten Tomatoes of 37% tomato meter, 76% audience. That's a big jump. It had a budget of $20 million. Domestically, $23,216,862. Worldwide, $37,689,313. Which, if I remember correctly, this is one of the first movies to re-enter theaters. Am I wrong in that? Um, During well, the pandemic, it didn't. It didn't come out until this summer, so they didn't. They didn't let it out last year. Right, but I mean, this was kind of one of it was the opening run of movies that reintroduced into theaters massively. I yeah, I guess so. I guess I'd say that. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm confused as fuck. As you normally are. <laughs> that sounds, I don't I don't know. That sounds weird. That doesn't sound that sounds out of character. <laughs> it was directed by Darren Lynn Bozeman, written by Josh Stolberg and Pete Goldfinger. And Goldfinger. The, <laughs> the director had done three pre I think he did three, four, five. Yeah, he, he was he was heavily movies. involved in the franchise. 
Oh, he did two, three, four, it looks like. So some of the best ones he did. And, yep, they brought him back for this one. Yep. So, opening thoughts, what'd you think? I liked it. It was, I don't know, it was different than the other Saws. I mean, there wasn't like a full game going on. It was just a one game, I guess, if that makes sense. Like, it doesn't start off with a different storyline, like somebody getting murdered and then going into, right. you know what I'm trying to say here? Yeah, that's a good point. It was... It wasn't like two side by side stories where there's people going through in a pack. Yeah, that's which, what the, which is what seven of the eight movies was. Yeah, but it's and a bunch it was of people more like the first in the one. world. Like anybody could have been taken out of that police station. They didn't have control of that. And then they go right into their game, which I don't think any of those games are. You know, I think they were going to die either way. I don't think it's a win win. Like. You know, some of these people were biting down and getting their tongue sawed off. And I don't know. Like, I feel like these games were not even winnable. I think they were. I mean, you could have gotten out of It would have been nice them, to but... see one or maybe two of them live. But they all died, so it made me. Well, you don't know that we know that the. I don't know that we know that the uh, the chief, the girl, died. Yeah, I mean, it certainly Do looked we? like she did. Not I mean, her I... face was all boiled off, or, but maybe I guess so. Yeah, she was suffocated with whatever was over her face that they peeled off. She was dead. Was it over her mouth too? Yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah, mean, you you she... can you can make the argument that they could have made her come back. The alive. game was built around or built for Chris Rock's character and. Yeah, I mean, he survived. Grant, I think he failed, but right, he survived. Mm-hmm. I did like the twist. I mean, I, I, I saw so the twist that it was his partner or his new like forced on him partner. I saw that. I even, I even paused it. My wife watched it with me, and I said, "I gotta pause this. We are twenty eight minutes in." Yeah, I bet his partner is Jigsaw. I saw and- that. Yeah, that was it. Was pretty heavy handed. Mm-hmm, for yeah, sure. they were they were they were spoon feeding that. Not only that, but did you ever see the movie Horns? I haven't. I have not. Okay. Well, I won't spoil it for you, but there's a fucking correlation there as well. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, I I had a little bit of a pushback with Chris Rock being the fucking tough as nails cop. I just I I couldn't fully buy into that. I couldn't get past what everybody did to his face. Yeah, that goofy goatee was a little weird. Well, but he like he it's like he had a face. It's like he like he doesn't look old. I don't think in like normal. Maybe I don't. I think he had bad face work done, or they had a weird like CGI. I don't know. His his face just looked like they were trying to make him look younger. Like they gave him a lot of Botox or something. I don't know. I but, think. <clears throat> They made him look rough because he's been through a lot in his police career. Like, he was shot. He went through a bad divorce. He... He's essentially ostracized from the entire department. Yeah. 
like he's they made him look rugged because that's what he was that's what his whole life has been like he kicked all his family out of his life his dad's like when did we last have a dinner together and his wife took away his rights from the son which we never figure out the story about that what happened there so i mean you kind of look at like they it looks like they might have tried to age him I thought he looked younger, like his face was like taut. But I, I, I could, I could get, I could get with you on the haggard look a little bit too, beaten down by life. I did like that his dad was uh, Samuel Jackson. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Samuel Jackson could do no motherfucker. I love when he says that shit. Uh And I like, I like the ending with him too. I, I, like I, you knew something was gonna happen, but I'm, I liked the way it happened. Like they, the, the throwing it, the, the callback to the, the. Yeah, there were a thing, couple callbacks for sure. Yeah. Even when you saw the, the guy who had his fingers ripped off, he's got that, almost looks like a bear trap on his mouth. Like, oh shit, here we go. But it was a different piece of equipment i suppose right the guy with the fingers i was i thought that was dumb i'm like okay these are just i mean this must be some really fancy chinese finger traps (laughs) because i mean you weren't even being pulled on yet and you couldn't do anything you know what i mean yeah and 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 i and i go ahead i was just gonna say how couldn't he have not have like lifted himself and positioned himself on top of the tank so he wasn't okay. in the water. Okay, so you guys thought that too. I'm like, is he tethered down in the water somehow? I don't think so. It was just... I'm like, did I miss it? I didn't, I didn't rewind it because I was I just wanted to watch the movie, but... I think he was... Yeah, like he could have figured something out. <clears throat> Unless, again, maybe his feet were tied and they didn't show that, but they should have. But if his feet were tied, he wouldn't have been able... And that's the thing, I, to your point earlier, these weren't winnable. I don't think he... The, the machine dictated how fast he went. And was like, it... That's true, but I mean, go, when it first he started, he, like, faster. screamed. No, because he stopped it at one point because he was screaming from pain. Uh, oh, that's right. That's right. He had to close his mouth. Okay, yeah. you're right. Now, I mean, and, and then he like, one chance? I mean, yeah, it's it's right to the limit, but... I mean, I guess that's the point of the, but I don't know. I didn't like. Like another thing, how I said it wasn't winnable. Like the when the the bottle chucking, glass shooting thing, like the key was in the last bottle. No, the key was in the trash. In the garbage can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The the. His old partner getting that was probably the most aggressive trap or the one that was hardest to watch for me anyway was the glass one yeah yeah that was pretty rough but they, i can't watch all any of these that much i feel like there was one that i turned my head away from maybe that wasn't this movie there was his old partner getting just fucking filleted by glass yeah, yeah the, the recycle machine was shooting it at him the opening one was the tongue and the train 
the finger pulling one. And then you see what you thought was his partner getting filleted or skinned. Right. But it wasn't him. I, yeah. And then Samuel Jackson's. Yeah, I don't think there were any that I... Samuel L. Jackson is the only one that could watch. Like, that one was suitable. It was just draining his blood, blah, blah, blah. But you had finger pulling? No, thank you. Glass just fucking flying at you? Fuck you. Um, You had the... You had to rip your back tender. Oh, yeah, the the fucking And hot wax melting through your back. Yeah, that one wasn't too bad. No, but... They didn't show much. They showed her... Sawing her back. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. I mean, that everything of that makes my butt pucker. (laughs) Is the best way to say it. Is it? Is that the best? (laughs) (laughs) Or you could say squeezing my hemorrhoids. I don't know. But. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) oh but no i i don't know it's a saw movie and that's kind of how i looked at it i'm like to me it wasn't like the typical saws but it was likable and i like how they did the word spiral just it wasn't like saw come back to like reboot i don't know like something weird they actually just took a whole name to it called spiral so you can look at it as a saw movie but it doesn't have the saw name it has the saw like idea to it i guess so yeah I mean, there was more character development in this movie than there has been in any one besides maybe the first one, which I can get behind. But like I said, I had some pushback on Chris Rock. Just I don't know if it was just Chris Rock, the comedian. It was just in my head and I couldn't get past that. But I just had a hard time buying it. A little bit. See, I don't have any problem with that. Because I just can... I don't know. I can see Kid Rock... Or Kid Rock. (laughs) (laughs) Chris Rock, you know, trying something new. Uh, Yeah, I respect him for it, for sure. And I think he did a good job... And kind of throwing out a little comedy here and there. Like in that one part, it kind of made me giggle. Even the opening scene when they're having the Forrest Gump, com- Forrest Gump conversation. Yeah. Like before you, yeah, that, was, that was a strange way to start the, the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so you're like, oh, we're going to offend people? Like, it's like a, <laughs> I'm okay with this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he did throw a little stuff and of his own stuff in there but a little serious so i i accept it i mean they do use some i mean flashbacks are big in this like they are in damn near every saw movie yeah and i think they're used pretty well you find out 
I give you a little bit of backstory as to why the entire precinct hates Chris Rock. Yeah. Yep. I like that they didn't they brought the pig in like more. Like instead of like that Dow, they used their own little pig, you know, figure or whatever. Yeah, they didn't use the same. Yeah. So again, was, I like that. It's an idea off of Saw, but it's not like a total reboot remake kind of thing. It's they added their own stuff because <clears throat> they made a point of saying, "Oh, they added a doll again or something." Yeah, right. I, and that being said, I did like the voice modulation they used instead of using the same voice in the recordings they used a different it almost made her made the voice sound almost feminine it, yeah it was a very different i guess they probably i'm sure they did it on purpose made it completely different yeah. and unrelatable to uh, uh jigsaw's voice mm -hmm. yeah and you get a couple other callbacks where they mention John Kramer by name and they show his picture briefly. Yeah. So it lets you know it's connected. Right. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I. Oh, there's not much more I need to add about this movie. I don't, I don't think I have anything to add on either. I mean, we talked about all the deaths. We talked about the humor. We talked about Samuel Jackson and Chris Rock. All back to the to the previous franchise. Yeah. And I do like how they they tied it in with the partner seeing his dad get killed and decides to clean up the precinct and he wants him to help him. And it was set up for a sequel. Sure. Yeah. Whether it gets made, I don't know. It hasn't been announced yet. Uh, I thought they had. I thought I read something last week. Like it was already, like there were already ideas for it. I think. Yeah, I I, I would imagine because it, it's my understanding that this whole thing originated with Chris Rock. Like, he went to Lionsgate saying, I have an idea for a Saw movie, and they liked it and did it. Right. So yeah. I would imagine he went up there with, like, all right, I got at least a trilogy or an idea for a trilogy that we could do. I can't imagine he just walked into the studio with one movie. Yeah. Right. Well, and even if he did, right, they're gonna have a a team of writers to milk the shit out of a franchise that makes them, you know, tens yeah. of millions of dollars every year. Yeah. Like like they say, it's they're cheap to make. So, well, I mean, now when you have Samuel L. Jackson and Chris Rock, but <clears throat> well, that was the thing. This movie cost twenty million when I think the last three or four none of them cost over 10 most that's i think most of them was like five so they brought in some a-listers and the movie looks better than the last couple 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was filmed. It, was, it doesn't it was, look like a TV cop show. Right, yeah. Like, that's I, what the last few looked like. Yeah. I, I will say I like the writing in the a lot better. I just like the fact that I was spoon-fed right away, the, the twist at the end. Yeah. And, you know, like, I couldn't have guessed any of the twists in the last eight movies. Right? Yep, for sure. Um, I don't love that, but, but I, I think otherwise, overall, not a bad sequel. Or, yeah, sequel, reboot, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I think we should give it the <clears throat> eight drink salute. Where do you yeah. rank it in the Saw franchise? Well, where is my damn list? Uh, well, so you probably five. Okay. Right, pretty roundly in the middle, maybe six. I was going to say, right, I was right there with you. I was going to say five, but I was going to go a little little bit lower and say maybe four but oh so you're rating it you're rating it better than me yeah gotcha i mean the first second third of the original jigsaws i really liked they just started yep. getting ridiculous after that i think and i think this one ranks just about before so right when he dies, I think is when it just goes AWOL. Because right. I, I he's not the new bad guy. He's not a good bad guy. No. He's very, like I said, TV TV crime show kind of shit is what was happening. But it was like an hour and a half long instead of like 42 minutes. Well, I mean, say what you will about the Saw movies. Every single one of them, from one to Jigsaw had that twist where you're like, holy shit, I did not see that coming. Right. This right. one I, I saw coming. Immediately. Yeah. So, so I mean, the 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 end twist didn't pay off for me. I think the movie was shot and produced and acted better than the last five. Yeah, yeah. But... I mean, you watch some, you expect a fucking huge payoff twist at the end, and this one did not deliver that. Right. So, I, yeah, I would be. If I were to rank them in the Saw franchise, this is, yeah, middle of the road, four or five, somewhere in there. And there wasn't, again, I'm. Um, kind of nitpicking here but there wasn't a each saw movie before always seemed to have that one trap that was like holy shit right this one didn't really have that holy shit trap Chinese finger it, thing it wasn't was really rocks. trap focused maybe maybe is that would you say that like it wasn't a, it wasn't focused on it. like they had them they were they were different the shooting glass was fucked I don't yeah, know. I, I have a lot of fears in my life, and a lot of Saw movies just bring them out to my fucking awakening. I'm like, that does not look like a good way to go. I guess the, <laughs> the traps overall were, I don't know the 
best way to put what I'm thinking, but they were more nuanced. They weren't over the top. Yeah, that's that's a fine word, I think. So, yeah, I mean, it, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But... What did he say? What did he say out of this one for the song? It's middle of the road, four or five. Okay, so you and I are about right. the same. Yeah. Okay. So, are we going into the next awesome movie? This movie was actually <laughs> awesome, you dumb fuck. <clears throat> okay. So, the second movie for tonight is also a new film. A Quiet Place Part 2, which IMDb has as 2020, but it came out this year, right? It got released in 2021. It was supposed to get released in April of 2020. Right. But they took it back to this year. Okay. IMDb still has it listed as 2020. IMDb is stupid. Fair to throw. Yeah. Unless that's how it works. Who the hell knows? Who fucking cares? Well... An IMDb of 7.4, a Metascore of 71, Rotten Tomatoes of 91% tomato meter, 92% audience. It had a budget of $61 million. Domestically, $158,875,191. Worldwide, Two hundred ninety-three million five hundred seventy-five thousand one hundred ninety-one dollars. It was directed by John Krasinski. Written, also written by John Krasinski. He wrote this one solo. All right. So yeah, you, you I, fucking. I I, you, I I haven't been truthfully honest with you. I've been playing a whole fucking oh fuck game you. that I've been fucking doing. <laughs> fuck you. Um, so this is how I'm going to explain it. I feel adding a second movie made the first one better. I did not like the way the first one kind of started. I want a little more backstory of what the fuck and how the fuck and whatever, but you start on day 89 and then there wasn't much action going throughout this whole movie with the first one in my thoughts. Like it was very just blah. Like the only thing that comes to my mind that's fucking was nuts was a, her having a baby and B her stepping on a nail. Those were like the most, crazy things in the first one and my thoughts that can't right come to my head right away then you had the second one where i did not think that they were going to start on day one and how they explained a bunch of stuff and they talk about the neighbor and there's a lot more excitement in the second one so I don't know if it's because I watched one and two back to back, like a basically a three out, like a six part episode of a TV show, I guess is the best way to put it or what, but watching it like how I did, it made it better because 
it all started making sense. So everything that in the first one being very blah and boring in my head, it did. I yeah. like there wasn't really much going on. They're hiding in a fucking pole barn. And then, oh, they're setting off fucking fireworks to deploy somebody from a thing from her mom. Like, I don't know. I needed more storyline. And by watching it back to back, it felt like a TV show, how I binge TV shows. I get that. And so then it all just started making sense. So I don't like being left behind with all these question marks of what the fuck and how the fuck did they get there and, you know... How do they get to that point of where they're at? Like, that's all that's going through my mind as I'm watching the first one. It's like, I don't know what's going on. And I finally get the answers. So that's how I feel. I think that that's fair. I know, I mean, and you guys are both don't like it when you have a lot of things that are unanswered. Typically. From beginning to end. We, that's, that's one of the areas we have often disagreed so i yeah i i understand your your position i'm glad you uh glad you switched your tune after you got a uh, part two yeah so i just look at it as a tv show that's the best <laughs> way to put it i mean for me both movies have wild openings like in the first one, you see their child, their youngest child, get taken, killed. Well, and then the second idiot. one, he's, well, he's, he's fucking four. four. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's an idiot. Well, they tell you not to have batteries. He learned his lesson. So I looked at that. I, I mean, I'm. I love both of these movies. And I love how they're different. The first one is more of a family drama. And then the second one opens up the world a little bit. Where it has that feeling of... I mean, I don't know. Where the monsters are a threat, but there are more... I mean, humans are a bigger threat at times. Yeah, I did like that. Yeah, that's a good point. And they're not. Well, I'll tell you. Uh, I knew. I mean, from the trailers, I. Killian, Cillian Murphy. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Oh, who knows? But I expected him from the trailers to be like the human villain of the movie, where he actually turned into a kind of father figure for the girl yeah, I suppose so but, I don't remember my opinion about him from the trailer I think I thought he would be end up a good guy but it was going to take a minute and I mean I guess it did take a minute it, but and even in the way they portrayed him on day one like I mean he was there watching his son or, or and when they, I don't know who it was, the the boy who found, like, his wife, like, decomposing in the bed at the steel yeah. mill. 
That's when yeah. I thought, oh shit, he's he's up to no good. But he just has a hard time letting go. And that whole baby in a casket with the air tank and then the air almost running out, that was a little that got me fucking just I, Oh I yeah, that, that was... fucking thing. You gotta like look at that like holy shit. Yeah, I was yelling at the kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, you gotta fucking turn it off. Turn it off, take him out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're gonna kill oh my god. You killed was, your last yeah, baby brother died. You just killed this one too. Like, all right, we're on a roll here, guys. I mean, the one thing that these the Quiet Place movies get right is tension. Yeah, it's, yeah, he, he does a good job with that. Both of them did, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's you don't need <clears throat> a lot of blood or a lot a lot of loud noises or anything to build tension. I like talking. Uh, as you've you made abundantly clear. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I like about <clears throat> that I don't like about this is that quietness. That's where you build tension is in the silence. Yeah, but I don't need a whole damn movie on silence. <laughs> at least make it fifty percent. That's why I think I like this one better. Like they at least start on day one where they're all talking, not whispering. At least I got ten minutes of that. I did like the guy's hideout. I thought that was pretty cool. How he how he created that uh, safe safe area. Yeah, I like that. So, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't love this one as much as the first. I loved, I did appreciate that it uh, picked up right where the first one left off. Like, right where it left off. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Like, did you watch and, one and two, like, back to back again? Or did you just watch I two? did not. No, okay. I just got the... <coughs> But I remembered how it ended enough. So, uh... And no, you're like you said. They think he does a really good job of building tension, and that's what that's what makes these movies as good as they are. You know, yeah. And and I did like. I don't know that I call it a twist, but at the end, well, the last twenty-ish minutes where the monster gets to the island, you're like, oh shit. Yeah. Right. You didn't. I know you knew they weren't out of the woods yet, but something else had to happen. But. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that was the thing. Like and. Because, like you said, we watched them back-to-back, so we probably have a more recollection of the first one. Where on his board, on John Krasinski's board and when he was the dad in the first one, there he said there were three monsters that he knew about. Do we know if oh. that's all there were? Are there more? Like, I mean, they killed one at the very beginning, mm-hmm. or at the very end of the first one. They killed two in the second one. But you would think since the second one, they've been fucking and maybe getting more. I mean, potentially. I'm just saying, like, mating, maybe it was mating season. We don't know anything about these animals. Maybe they'll, they do need to do an intro on how they became to Earth. And that that's one of my big problems with this movie. I did not really like the design 
of the monsters. I didn't like like the puzzle piece head. That whenever that sound came out, their head just fucking exploded. Oh, all the yeah, like all the. I didn't really yeah. like that. Yeah. I like the idea, the entire idea behind them, where they hunt by sound, and you can open that side where their ear is and see the inner workings. But the entire fucking head is like a puzzle. I didn't like that. Yeah. I thought the same thing. I was thinking of a bad DC movie. Like how they do some of their characters and stuff like that. I think that's a good I think that's a good point. And I you know, if, from a biological standpoint, if you're a thing that hears and a loud sound is coming at you, you don't open your head up to let more sound in. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So like it doesn't make sense that that's what happens when the high pitch sound comes. You would, you know, it would tighten up and then maybe it would curl up into a ball or fall or something, but it almost certainly would make no sense for it to open its ear holes bigger. You know what I mean? I, I, don't, I don't think it's turning off the, because that would be an inborn in part of your biology. Like you don't even control to do it. Like if, if, if loud sound cover ears, like if I were to, you know, go make a bang next to your head. You're going to cover your head and your right. ears because my instinct. You don't even have to know what to do. Like, you know, babies know to how to suckle without having to be taught. So I don't know. I think that would just, just as a point, just to be nitpicky, like you said, but. Yeah, I just didn't, I just didn't like the look of it myself. It was just, it could have designed something better. When, and when it comes to aliens too, for me, I'm I'm picky about them. Like I, they're hard to get right. Oh, so, for sure. Like I, I mean, I, I maybe maybe that's not the right wording either, but they can, yeah, yeah, they're hard to get right. Like they can be, yeah. I'm I'm thinking with that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's it's not bad movies. They're they're good. I I enjoy that, like I said. But like I will tell any listener, like if you haven't seen them, which you should not be listening to this if you haven't seen them. So fuck off. Um, it's best to spend if you have three hours just to watch them back to back. Or at least watch them one day and then the next day. But, like, it's best just to go right at it. I'm really glad we watched Quiet Place again before we watched two. Yeah. Because, like you said, it's literally the first movie ends, the second movie begins. Yeah. Kind of bummed I didn't watch them back to back. Yeah, and that's what I recommend. Like... Because you're fresh, you're you're ready to go, you forget about little things, and again, for me, like not knowing what the fuck just happened, you're going into the second one knowing, oh, here's day one, okay, we're not day 89 anymore, oh, we're at the pharmacy, and 
that's where like they knew the guy it sounded like like hey whatever and he's just sleeping on the thing well, like, it's a small town everybody yeah that's exactly. what they were implying everybody yeah. knew everybody so you know it's kind of and then they showed the rocket from day one which killed his son yeah. um I don't know. I just really like how they tied the little details from one into two. And I don't think a lot of people realize that if you didn't, you know, watch them back to back. Yeah. And the, the change from the first one, it was the parents who saved the kids. The second one had the kids being the saviors as it were like yeah that's yeah. true um oh what's and what's that guy's name uh the guy who was in charge of the camp or the island Demon I, I always Honsu? like seeing him in movies yeah he's he's fucking great. I like him as an actor mm-hmm yeah, he's strong, but I can't remember what I've seen him off of. He was in Blood he was in Diamond. Blood Diamond. He was oh, in Guardians. That's, yeah, he that's was... what I was thinking of is Blood Diamond. Yeah, he's fucking that great. movie. Just every time at the end, you you say you're not gonna cry, and then all of a sudden, you're done. Dude, the fucking end of A Quiet Place damn near broke me yesterday. Like when Krasinski fucking sacrifices himself for his kids. God oh, damn yeah. it. That is... That hits every time. That that's another thing. That the fir- end of the first one was pretty fucking emotional. This one didn't have that emotional beat that the first one did. Yeah. Well, except for when the kid was when you thought the baby was gonna be dying and you're like on edge of your seat hoping there, he lived. Yeah. There is that. But uh I can't remember his character's name, but Krasinski, knowing he's going to die. Yeah. I. It's, yeah. And, well, we didn't even bring up in the first one, like him and his daughter, like she thought he blamed her for the death some, of the yeah. son, but he never loved her less or anything. And she thought that and, you know... That's was a whole father daughter. They weren't close after the death, I guess. Yeah. So. I'm just glad you changed your opinion. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's not any movie I'll sit down and repeat again, like real soon. But I mean, I'll. In a year or two, I'll if I you know on a cold winter day, nothing's going on. Let's just throw on those two movies or something like. Yeah. Well, we got you to change your tune on Midsummer. We changed his tune on Quiet Place. Success. There you go. Yeah. You saying you're the only stoic in the group? Left. What's up? Yeah. I think all my fucking ideas on movies are strong. I don't need to change my tune on anything. 
<laughs> well, you, I'm right, damn it. You hated Fifty Shades of Grey. And I was right in doing so. I loved them. <laughs> Those were the best podcasts we've done. They may have been the best podcasts, but they were the worst <laughs> fucking movies we've done. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> They compare to they, how do they compare to Leprechaun? Oh, we have too, way too much fun. Yeah, things like XR seventeen plus. Nobody should listen to that unless they're ready for it. I mean, yeah, the Leprechauns were the worst movies. Uh, I I don't even know if I could say that. Those movies fucking sucked. <laughs> I don't know. I'd rather watch Fifty Shades of Grey because at least you got boobies. You get boobies in a couple leprechauns. Yeah, movies. but you get more on the Fifty Shades. You get to see what a flogger is. Also true. <laughs> so, why not? And I never watched them, so I have no thoughts or opinions. I would recommend not. Oh, dude, they're so bad. They're so <laughs> bad, but kind of so bad that you just start laughing. But that being said, the podcasts we did on those movies are some of the funniest ones we've done because it's so <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you ever get bored one day, just pop one of, one of them on. Doesn't matter. That's what I should do. It's so you probably you're just gonna laugh. Make sure nobody's in the room or can hear it. <laughs> So bringing it back to the topic at hand. Yeah. To the topic. <laughs> well, we got really off track there. This has been greenlit for A Quiet Place, has been greenlit for a third one. And I think I read that it was going to have... Well, I know for... Okay, I looked something up for Saw earlier, a minute ago, or about a minute, a couple minutes back, um, about Saw having potentially a saw nine unrelated to spiral and then also a saw slash spiral tv series you know what i do think i remember hearing about a saw tv series happening and i I know that john krasinski had a bunch more ideas for sequels for this because i remember looking into that too so it was greenland so that's good yes it's coming out i think supposedly next year (laughs) was the last article i read Oh. Yeah, well, they're going to have to get moving fast. They want to pick it up at the end where this one left off so the kids don't keep getting old. I mean, yeah, you're going to end up with the Harry Potter problem. Right. But, uh, yeah, both of them end on a fucking... Just end abruptly, which I like. Yeah. I mean... Again, if they start off how this one ended with how the third one comes in, you watch all three of those fuckers together, and I bet you it'd be the best TV series ever. I don't know. I'm just saying. Like, I just feel movies like this that end with where they start, it's so nice just to... Let's do a double feature or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's like what they did with um the Batman or not Batman, um 
Yeah. Batman versus Superman. Not versus or yeah, BVS. BVS and Justice League. Yeah, like how they just turn it into like a a party, like a part. That's kind of what they do with these movies. A little bit. I suppose so. These are far superior. Oh yeah. But... Oh god, so much better. Well, I'm not I... a Superman fan though. Like not even. This doesn't do much for me. Well, have we talked about that? <laughs> yeah. Who knows what? <laughs> We're off the rails tonight. <laughs> um. All right. So you fucking hated the first one the first time you watched it because it had no answers, and I was done with it. Like and quietness, there was no oomph with it to me. Like there was a few scenes, but it's not enough. But then, like, the second one comes in. It's like, okay, that made this first one better because there's action in this, actually, and there's fucking answers to how, at least how day one was. And, you know, that's kind of what I like to see. So just by not having, by adding the second one, a lot of answers were... A lot of questions were answered. Yeah, that's the way I was going with. I get that. I so that's where it's like they lost my focus in this movie because I'm like, okay, it's really quiet and there's no explanation why these fucking things are, you know, I don't know. But a lot of things from the first one are brought in there, like the whole ear chip thing, like you know that the boom, and yeah. So that's how I felt. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it was just, it was a worthy sequel, you know. I mean, I don't think it was as great as the first, but I think it was a. I mean, I think. I mean, a good sequel. Yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna. I'll just say it. It completed me. Touch. <laughs> I like how. This one built the world out. Yeah. And I'm expecting the third one to build it out even farther than that. But you are not going like the the first one had that fucking the idea of it's us against them. Just the survival aspect of it and the ending hit. There was so much more emotional toll on the first one than there was the second. Yeah, yeah, there really was. But you're, I like you said though, like the adding in the people are dangerous too aspect was a good addition to this movie, and seeing how humanity had deteriorated in the area, I really, I, I like that addition. Yep, and the whole. They bring back, I mean, going to that, the dive, like the only sign language he knew that he learned on that day one. Like, how do you say dive? Oh, he yeah. told her yeah. to dive like that. That was cool. Yeah. But. <clears throat> 
so you clearly like two more than one. Yeah. Just give me answers. I go the other way. I liked one more than two. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But that being said, I mean, both of these were PG-13. And... Oh, we all know your opinion. (laughs) In terms of PG-13 horror movies, these are... They're superior. Yeah. Oh, this one didn't... And maybe this is the problem with this one that made it not as good... It didn't benefit from the newness of the story idea. It was very unique when the first one was, for sure. Right. Right. And this didn't get to have that. So it was... I mean, I think that just, I think that just helped make the other one so much better. And if it wasn't a brand new idea, I don't know. Well, if it wasn't a brand new mainstream idea, I don't know that it would have been considered as great as it was. That's fair, but and that, but I mean, you had Bird Box that came out roughly around the same time, which instead right of around the same time, instead of not talking, you can't see. Right. This one was far superior. You like you're a big Bird Box guy. I like Bird Box, and I, I, I read did both. Not. I read. I read both books, and the books were good, too. Okay. See, I did not like Bird Box. I, I, I like Bird Box, but I think Quiet Place is better. Again, Quiet Place. Oh, man. I haven't... Bird Box isn't a quiet movie, you dumb fuck. You can't watch. Oh, yeah. You can't see. Or can't see. Yeah. Can't watch. <laughs> I watched it. What do you mean I can't watch? Bitch. I think they both benefited from the novelty aspect of, of both stories. And and I think they both did a good job of making you feel tense because you're not really afraid in the quiet place. Like, like you're afraid of the monster getting you, but you're not a like you're not afraid of the monster. You're afraid of being got by the monster. Does that make sense? Like, like Freddy Krueger, you're afraid of, but you're afraid of him killing you too. Is that? Am I? No. Yeah. Yeah. I, I... Yeah. That makes sense. So like. And in, and in Bird Box, you you don't you don't know what the monster looks like unless you're gonna die, and then it doesn't matter. Or if you live and then your mind is warped, so you got you know your monsters are just so different. One's concrete and the other one is very esoteric. I don't know. So yeah, that, I, I mean, think I think I might like them equally. I think okay. I, yeah, All right. like I don't. Like I said, I didn't hate Bird Box, but just the fact that they came out roughly around the same time, you just, I mean, it's just natural to compare the two. Oh, yeah. Even though they're completely different. That being said, did you ever see Hush? Is that the one with the, with the deaf? Yes. The woman who's deaf and the guy in her house? Yeah. And that was really good. That, that was, was it. That, they did a, did a great job. Yep. And and then did you see uh I never God seen that. The one with Stanley Tucci on Netflix? Stan, uh, Stan Oh, that's was he in that? The one the one where the the things can fly and they fly oh, into a wood chipper? No, that, I didn't see that one. 
I don't even know what the fuck you guys are even. It was like a knockoff of a quiet place. Something they open a cave and now these flying murder machines come and murder murder birds. Well, they're not birds. They're like bat. They're basically flying things from the quiet place, essentially. And they. Uh, I do remember seeing about that. Yeah. But there was that hush was a deaf one. This is just what crossed my head while we were talking about this. And then Bird Box, the blind one. Did you ever see Don't Breathe? Yeah, that was good, too. I like that. There's, a, there's that. a sequel coming out this month to that. Oh, was it this month? I think I, oh, I didn't write it down. I made a whole list of movies that are coming out with sequels. It's actually right in front of me. Oh, right yeah, it just deaf and blind. Just yeah, I like that one. Don't breathe was great. You know, maybe that's you know maybe that's how they're gonna look back on the last ten years in horror. It's gonna be that disabilities that genre is gonna be yeah. <laughs> All right, like what would you do if you don't have these faculties? What happens? You know, now you're. You I don't. don't. I don't want to use the word now. You're handicapped, but like, with the with the definition of like you're handicapped, not you're handy. I don't think there's a good way to use that word without and and in the context of not just talking with your friends. So. <laughs> No, I, it's I. You know, I wonder if that's a thing because that that wasn't done before, and it definitely has. There's been, I mean, shoot, we just named off four, five, or six different movies from the last five, six years. So, yeah, I mean, I, whether they've been done before or after, I think Quiet Place has done it superior. Oh, oh, I. I, I agree that it's in the top for sure. Well, I don't know. I mean, yes, I do. <laughs> also, budget than Hush to be filmed better. And it had big names behind it to help it get more, you know, would, would Hush have been like a, a It Follows sort of movie? Because Hush didn't have that in theaters either. You know, like I didn't love It Follows. Although I think about it every once in a while and why I didn't like it. but I liked it. But after reading everything, everybody fucking raving over it, I kind of want to watch it again. Yeah, I'm going to have to rewatch it because I remember liking it the first round, but I don't remember much right now about it. Yeah. So, yeah, as just an idea, you know, just an example of a, of a movie that was indie that went popular and it got, you know, it got love for that. This movie had. You know, John Krasinski, who everyone, I think most people generally like, even if they haven't watched The Office, right? That's The Office guy? Yes. Yeah. So. He was fa- fucking fantastic as Jack Ryan. What'd you say? He was great as oh, Jack I Ryan. Love Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan was awesome. Yeah, that's a good show. Yeah, we didn't finish season two yet. We started it, and then I think called something happened. I don't know. But I think that's an interesting idea, though. I hadn't really thought about that. You know, slasher movies in the 80s. Yeah. Then you got, you know, your your Scream, your Scream, your I Know What You Did Last Summer. Um, Missing one of the other big ones from the 90s. Fucking, there was a shit ton. Urban Legend was one. Fucking. Urban Legends. Uh, Then you've got, in the 2000s, you've got your, uh, 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 what do you call it? Torture porn? Yeah. Mm, and then, that's and the then decade is 
whatever you want the the lack of lack of your faculties <laughs> yeah and i mean he got some of the paranormal conjurings done pretty well fucking but that but, and i i agree i think they're really good but but that's just a ghost movie right i mean essentially yeah fear Mm-hmm. And no one, I mean, everyone's always making horror or ghost movies. So I think it's, I think in their case, they they were able to stand out in a genre and a a subgenre that is uh, unique. Very, no, I think very. Oh no, yeah. In in the case of these lack of your faculty, I'm talking about conjuring and stuff. Like they stuck out in a. They stand out in a in a very full seat. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I agree. And I love those movies. I, like we talked about it a couple, either the last one or the one before. I I think it was the last one. I I think Conjuring is one of the best franchises out there, along with Insidious. I love the Conjuring. That, and that that's Insidious is another one of those PG thirteen horror movies that hold they're yeah. they're fucking strong yeah oh that movie Woo. <laughs> yeah when that red when that red face guy comes out behind him at, at the dinner Credits. table during the day i <laughs> yep. i mean my god for a, for for a month i would wash my face before going to bed and then come up from right <laughs> off in the mirror and be like Fuck, i'll be there yeah I'm a grown-ass man i'm pretty sure i was in my 20s when it came out and it's so bizarre that Patrick Wilson is in both of them. He's in Insidious yeah. and Conjuring. Right. Well, and then there's like an older woman. I don't want to say that. Uh, Vera. Vera. Vera Farmiga. Thank you. Is an old lady. But like, you've got a strong, a strong middle-aged, older, middle-aged-ish woman who has, I would say she has divining property, div, div, divining abilities. And, uh, and it's, instead of it being her husband, it's her, I don't know, a woman, you know, a woman who saved him instead. Yeah, it, is, it always throws me off. I get the two confused or combined sometimes. I'm not thinking slow enough. But yeah, <clears throat> did we rate the movie yet? We did not. All right. Rate them both. I'm going to rate them. I'm going to give them a solid 7.3. Both of them are even? Yep. Just because I look at it as a TV series. And that's how I'm going to go with it. I feel like they're, to me, they're one movie. See, I'd give part one an eight and a half and part two an eight. I think I would do probably I don't remember my I remember loving the first one I feel like a 10 is way too strong I feel like a 9 might be too strong I'm going to go with 8 for the first one and 6 for the second Six and a half for the second one wow wow that's a big drop yeah I guess it kind of is isn't it <laughs> yeah well, 
I mean, our ratings are bullshit from the beginning. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Just... That's true. I mean, we just, we just watch movies and drink and talk about them. So yeah, we just like literally pull numbers out of our assholes. Right. We got to get them past the hemorrhoids. <laughs> exactly. I was about ready to say that, but I kept just uh... <laughs> now we went R rated. <laughs> we were let's keep it PG thirteen with assholes. <laughs> now we threw the hemorrhoids in. Man, those are days. So, um, you know who Tom Segura is, right? Uh, of course I do. Do you know we got tickets to CMMA? Oh, he's coming to town? Grand Rapids. Oh, shit! Yeah, we're like, we're 27 from the stage. Rose awesome. from the stage. Yeah. His coming tour. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, I don't oh, know. I didn't know it was not. Are they, are they, is it sold out? Not. Well, it could be. I don't know. What did I pay? I paid $372 ticket, dollars for four tickets. Might have been 400 Wow. Was... I paid a lot of money. How much they can charge. <clears throat> <clears throat> but I did not want to be up, <clears throat> like, up on top, like, gets at the orchestra. Um, was it Grand Rapids? I don't know, but I wanted to be on the main ground and see the stage. I don't want to be up on top, so paid a little bit more money. I can understand that. And it's two of our buddies' birthdays around that, so I was like, "Fuck it, let's all just go and have a boys' Boys Adventure. And one of them has diabetes, so he's got to be the DD. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's a win. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. Anyway, uh, right. So we had set up two more franchises. Oh god, I forgot. But. I think we should. Have you heard of the Netflix Fear Street movies? Yes, I was going to suggest those. I think we should do those three next time. I think we should too. And I'm in Seattle next week, so. Um, so it'll be, yeah. Not be next week, but two the following weeks. week. So it gives us time to crank, the, crank those out. <clears throat> cool. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, so next week is a break, and then when I get back, well, I'll probably can crank those out on the plane or something. I wanted to watch a few of them. Like, were you a big Arl Stein guy back in the day? Um, I I didn't read the I only read one book until this past month, and I read uh, four or five books of his in the last month. But um. Uh, I mean, I I loved the show, the Goosebumps no, show. Right. I I read uh, what the Goosebumps show. Is oh that... yeah. Okay. I, I, I watch those all the time. I, I was I read all those fucking books. I had all the books. It took up a whole bookcase. Fucking loved them. I can't believe I didn't have more of them, and I can't believe I never. I only ever read one, because that is like, that is exactly what I what I would have wanted to read. So I have no idea why I never. 
Yeah, dude. When I lived, went hardcore. When I first met you, my mom like called me. So that was like 2009. She's like, "What the hell am I gonna do with all these Goosebump books?" And that's where I was like, "I don't know." And it was just kind of hilarious because I'll never forget that because I called you that day from my house phone in Grand Haven, and it's like. Are these worth anything? Like, what? Or have you read all these? Like, I remember it becoming a thing. So my mom put it in my yeah, mind. Well, I and um, conversation. But yeah, I had like eighty of them. If that sounds right, eighty-five. Oh, I so you had all the books and everything. I had the, every, all the books. Like my parents um, had me subscribe to the Scholastic or whatever, and they sent me all the books every month when they got released. And my mom's like, as long as you read, that's fine. And that's the only books I've read. Because if I remember correctly, like, Arl Stein had the Goosebumps series, which was, like, set for preteens or right around that age. And then the Fear Street was, like, the, the, the next level up. Kid yeah. One. yeah. It was kind of trending more towards Stephen King than... yeah. I'm excited. Right. I don't know what the fuck the other one. Was. I I did read at least half of the Fear Street senior books. Okay. I remember those, and I'm kind of bummed I got rid of them because I would totally rip through some of those. Yeah. Looking at my bookshelves behind me, I'm looking behind me. Oh, they're not in the horror section. But I have read good things about them, and. There are three movies that take place during three separate time periods in in the same place. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm curious excited. to see what they are. I'm excited to see what it's all about. Yeah, I think, and I think my wife, uh, I don't know what we're recording anymore, but I uh, I think my wife would actually might get on board. So, yeah, we I might have a, 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 a non-expected guest. I'll see if I can adventure to stay for one episode, although our daughter will not be asleep. So we'll see what happens. (laughs) Well, that'll be fun. Yeah. I mean, we always like guests. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be fun. (laughs) That's what I'd call it. Yeah. So then after that, we'll do Fear Street trilogy next and then we'll dive into the franchises again oh fuck off okay <laughs> wrong turn wrong you're turn and friday weeks, the 13th right? oh god you're gone for three weeks is that what you said i'm gone for a week oh okay i'm only yeah, but we're off next week and then the following week we can do so we'll just yeah. stay in touch and see if that week works for you if it doesn't we'll go from another okay that's fine i got a uh, my daughter's one year will be one year old on Friday, the thirteenth this Holy year. Holy mm. shit! And so her birth, big birthday party is on Saturday with family. My wife's family is coming to town, so we'll be busy all weekend because they'll be here. All right. So next one we do will be the Fear Street trilogy. Yes, next one. So I will stay in touch with you, sir, about when I get back and see if that week works and then we'll just figure everything out from there. Okay. I think that'll work. Awesome. Still loving this shit. I, 
I am, and this one, the conversation did not go as deep as I thought it would for you. I thought it might be longer. But I, I think our offshoot conversation today was good. Like we had a lot of little, little rabbit trails, and I thought they were all pretty good. Yeah, we're talking about floggers, Fifty Shades of Grey. Like how awesome! Maybe, could that maybe, get? maybe not that that rabbit trail. But you know, the rest were all pretty strong. Oh, I always love well, talking about. That's what like happens when I feel like they flogged pretty hard. That's what happens when we get drunk and you don't. And I did have an extra drink. Yeah. I did. I did just. Uh, oh, so cool! <laughs> awesome. I have all the fun. But yeah, man. Um, I'll stay in touch and let you know uh, what's up. Works for me. You guys have a uh, have a really good trip. Be uh, safe. Oh. As safe as I would be, but have a little more fun than that. Yeah, I'm going to. Seattle, there's nothing safe about that. <laughs> Worth every day. So awesome, man. Well, have a good one. Yeah, have a good right, one, dude. We'll talk to you. Bye. All right, peace. Well, shit got a little loose. Hopefully, you understood everything. Whether or not you agree or disagree with our take on the movies, hopefully, you learned something or were at least entertained. So come back for more. Booze and bullshit.